Well, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Dickie Barlow. I'm superintendent of Mountain Brook Schools. And today's guests are Richard Simonson of GMC, Goodwin Mills, and Kaywood, our architect at Brookwood Forest, um, and Mr. Nathan Pittner, the tennis shoe wearing principal. <laughs> Did you know that was kind of your, uh, your nickname? Now I do. Yeah, yes, well, sir. I just kind of made right. it up. <laughs> well, so. that's why then, yeah. <laughs> But um, we're here today to talk about Brookwood Forest and the, uh, the process in which we used to talk about what we needed at Brookwood Forest. And now we're actually in the process of building those dreams. And so um, Richard, it's great that Richard's here with us because before he was working with UMC, he was working um, at a Actually, he was a partner in his own architectural firm, and he, uh, Richard, you were the one who did our audit in 2017 where you went in every school and talked with every principal and um, helped determine what our needs were. So why don't you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Um, I, I think at the time I did that as assessment, you know, it was a little while after 2008, and there had been some deferred maintenance, and... Uh, well, traditionally, I think Mountain Brook has done a great job with the maintenance of their facilities, and we've slipped a little bit. But the main uh, issue was that all your schools are so old. Right. And it's just in terms of meeting current technology needs, energy needs, um, everything needed a lot of upgrade. Right. And so it, it was a big task for the whole school system to begin to parcel this out and figure out what needed to be done to each school. Yeah, and so you came up with this huge document that you put on my desk one day and we gave to the board and we talked to the city about it. And through that, conversations came with how can we fund it? And that's where the, the tax vote and the um, tax, um, you know, it passed, the passing of the tax vote. And, and so we received this additional tax money that we're working on these projects for the next, really, we said from like s six to... 15 years right um it turns out that we're moving pretty quickly because we're <laughs> we've got a lot of projects <laughs> going at one time which can drive you crazy but it's also super exciting and so let's talk about brookwood forest for a second so you did this needs assessment and then we sent you to the principals also and um to talk about just what you specifically needed and gmc won the uh I, not the bid, but was a, a, approved for um, Brookwood Forest in the elementary schools right. um, project. And so, Nathan, y'all got together and y'all talked about what the needs were at Brookwood Forest. And so what, what were they when y'all got together a year or so ago? Absolutely. Uh, I think we worked backward from the idea that Brookwood Forest um, had enjoyed a really healthy growth uh, in, in terms of student attendance. And mm -hmm. so the building was more reflective of Brookwood Forest being a smaller school with a smaller population. And the reality was at the time of that we were working through that, uh, we had one of the larger elementary schools and the building was still kind of built like uh, in the mindset that it was a little bit smaller. Uh, we're really fond of the building. Um, obviously it's our home, but as Richard likes to talk about, it, it's a little bit unique. Like, uh, <laughs> 
It's uh, it was built quite a while ago. Uh, I think it's, it's a, 1964. I think somewhere mm-hmm. around there sounds yeah. right. And it was a very groovy concept. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was one of those pod things. You know, mm-hmm. it has a big big round central pod with these corridor spokes that go off to other shaped pods. It goes to a crescent and an octagon and a hexagon. Um, Lots of shapes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I always feel like I'm watching Star Trek right. when I come in there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, on the Enterprise. we're on the Enterprise. So groovy there. is a nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it honestly is. Uh, it's very round. And what we kind of got into was not only did we need more space for classrooms, just simply put, to accommodate students, but it was even a little bit misleading because the square footage, because it's a round building, it wasn't all usable square footage. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was technically true that we had something there, but in terms of how we could use it, that was harder. And we, we took a special pride in the school uh, in talking with students, really working through the process of what do we want you know, this space to look like? How do we want to grow? And the reality was... We like to say this at Brookwood Forest, but we had, we had in a literal sense, used every inch of the building. Hmm. Uh, in the last couple years, um, I think in the last five years, every single grade level at our school at one time or another has added an additional unit to what it looks like. And each summer we had to figure out, so how do we reconfigure the building to accommodate that unit? So really we wanted to work backward from the idea that we needed more classroom space, uh, our HVAC is um, every bit as old as the building, and <laughs> yeah. um, and so thinking through a way to sort of modernize that process. Okay, let me stop you just for a second sure. because I know this probably is not interesting to most people, but the HVAC system in the Brookwood Forest is unique in that like you can't have heat in no. one place and air condition in the other. Why is it, that? It, it was so. a two-pipe system, so it's either going on cold or it's going on hot. <laughs> and if you want to switch between cold and hot, uh, it takes a few hours. So there's just not – so if you start off on a cold morning and then want to get it comfortable in the morning hours and then it gets warm in the afternoon, there's, there was just no way to do that there. So lucky for us, we don't have a building full of teachers that have different ideas about whether they would like it cold all day. Or hot all day, like so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so this idea, in a in a very literal sense, uh, I know it's 2020, uh, but the idea that I think it's 2021. That's how it? that's how much farther along we are in the process. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. That's how modern we are. We would have been happy with the 2020, but now in 2021, the idea that everyone can independently control their own heat and air and that be a decentralized system and um we might even mess around and be able to run the heater and the air conditioning in the same day Gosh. uh thanks to richard simonton and his and his crew Great so, yeah <laughs> so um so all kidding aside those are the sorts of daily things that um frankly people learn to live with mm-hmm. and all of us in our lives both in our homes and in our work have those things that we point to that were probably inconvenient. And then after enough days and after enough weeks, you sort of just learn to live with it. And yeah. so the idea to actually stay, take a step forward and improve those things, uh, 
has just been a really exciting process for us. Yeah. And parts of the uh, this too, you know, parts of the building were really humid. You take that with the temperature sure. not being comfortable a lot of the time, and it's a distraction from learning. Yeah. So really, yeah. HVAC is an incredibly important part of just the learning environment. Right. No doubt about that. What I think what's really interesting about this project is that it was going to be the most simple project that we had of the three big new construction projects. Right. I mean, initially, I think we just kind of one day got a napkin and drew six classrooms on the end of the sixth grade hall and said, yeah, this is what it's going to look like. Uh-huh. And boy, were we wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Brookwood Forest style. So okay. y'all go ahead and talk about what took place at that point. Okay. Well, the, well, that. In uh, addition to the sixth grade crescent wing, it had some conflicts with the uh, existing exterior metal mechanical yard that was really just not going to be economically feasible to implement. So started looking at different options. And uh, the way Brookwood sits on the site, it really kind of drops off at all the edges. There's very, really very little buildable space there. Sure. Mm. Um, so that was really the big challenge you know the, our first scheme took some of the only available space that appeared to be buildable initially and not right. to mention you just built a new playground which kind of cut off the i guess the south end or north end of the right so. right that's fair um we, we played with several ideas but eventually we figured out that kind of reshuffling the deck on the school would provide more benefits than just simply thinking about adding a single classroom to make up for the classroom needs. So we shuffled quite a few things. Yeah, this is actually a story that I love uh, because it's it's the idea that we walked into this project thinking there's there's probably only one solution here. And Richard's mm-hmm. not wrong. There weren't dozens. But the more that we looked, I think that there's some some really sincere like inflection points. That that feels like a good podcast word. Like when <laughs> like an inflection point was when we were thinking through the process. And I don't even know if you remember this, Doctor Barlow, but just in walking through this one afternoon, you said, "Hey, what are we going to do about this lunchroom?" And the lunchroom, like most things at Brookwood Forest, was constrained in all the ways that the 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 project holistically is there was no way to grow it like mm-hmm. you said like ranger park which we're incredibly proud of was um was there for the kids and they were loving it so we didn't want to build out that way and we knew we couldn't build the other way because we it was it was sort of locked by the building so we really felt like it was a huge step forward when the team sort of started thinking through well, what if instead of building classrooms we build a larger space for a new cafeteria, a new office space, and a new front of the building. And we really start thinking not so much of building new classrooms, but what can we move from the existing space outside of the footprint and then use that play, use that space that's been opened up for classrooms. And so I, I, I can't be around, Richard, without talking about sort of how pleased we were with the innovation of the idea because frankly a lot of construction projects might cause more problems than they actually solve Mm -hmm. like when you're working through it this was a solution in in his words to reshuffle the deck it completely changed the way that we looked at like looked at how we were building and every time we looked at like if we build this new space 
then we started seeing dominoes of benefit, not dominoes mm-hmm. of problems. So we saw we get a bigger lunchroom space. We're able to reuse the existing lunchroom space for a fine arts wing. We're able to move the fine arts to the existing lunchroom, which opened up more classroom space for grade levels. And so now we love the idea that a ranger that's coming through, we don't have to reshuffle rooms every year because we can have a dedicated space for five rooms for every grade level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's not even to mention the way that they're redoing the center of the building, which is to make some of that unusable space to really recapture it for a special education wing. And so there's a continuity now to the building that this innovation has been able to to really provide and a stability moving forward because we do joke a little bit about Brookwood Forest being an older school. And we were really self-conscious about in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, as the school continues to grow, as we're excited about that possibility, we didn't want people coming back and saying, what in the world were they thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, we like some clear flow to the building. And um, I think that that's what, what the design has done more than anything. Yeah, Not we, to mention the fact that we're getting a, a, a parking lot out of it, right. which, which parents are excited about. Yeah, I think, you know, we were really were trying to pick up on the good aspects of sure. the Wood Forest. And one of the things is the way the school is kind of strung out and you have lots of these outdoor courtyard spaces mm-hmm. at every turn. So you're looking out windows and seeing gardens. And so there's a real connection of inside to outside at Brookwood Forest. And we really wanted to maintain and strengthen that. Yes. Um, I so think that's been a huge part of, of the design because it builds around those things instead of building on top of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, well, go ahead. So, so with the, the new addition, I think one of the things we did is I think we took that kind of pattern from the 1960s, updated it, so it's a more contemporary building. Mm-hmm. And we also, by doing this, created a whole new focal point for the entrance of the school. Previously, sure. this, the entrance was kind of buried back on the right-hand side of the parking lot. You really weren't sure it was there, didn't have a strong identity. Mm-hmm. And now this new addition, it's the front and center obvious front door to the school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be a big improvement. Yeah. Um, not to mention, which, by the way, you already have mentioned, so to mention <laughs> um, this new parking lot, which has always been a problem because of traffic, you know, before school and after school, and now you're getting an additional 40-something spaces. Is that right? We hope to net uh, somewhere in that range, which um, which – you know, I always talk about this with parents, and this is the part that gets the claps. You know, like, like um, <laughs> so when we talk with parent groups, like, everybody's eyes light up at a larger parking space. And this is, to me, the credit of the forethought of the entire plan from the district to the design is um, I just don't see us having this many great opportunities to take advantage of how do we get better. Mm-hmm. And to take advantage of it. It wasn't in the original blueprint, but as we looked at it and the opportunity for it, especially with the footprint of the new building, it made more and more sense, not just to put a parking lot there, but to put a parking lot that functions really well with the school, like Mm -hmm. Richard's talking about. And so we don't have to sacrifice um, instructional space anywhere. We we literally had an opportunity to create in in a space that we we hadn't used as much. We did lose a couple trees, um, which everybody kind of mourned a little yeah. bit because it is Brookwood Forest, you know. Yeah. And Richard's uh, Richard's not wrong. We do feel strongly about 
that natural harmony and the interaction between between the environment uh, and the school. But we think that it's going to be a trade-off that parents are going to be really excited about. We think um, there's an outside chance that it'll, it'll even knock a couple minutes off our carpool. And yeah. we're always well, That's interested. huge. Trust that's me. That's huge for an elementary trust school. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> and, and every it, year we work on our yeah. record. And it, and it looks like it's a real possibility of taking a lot of that traffic off of Brookwood Road. Right. And getting it within the school grounds. Yeah. Right. So that's good to hear. So tell me, where we are we in the construction? What If somebody drove by Brookwood Forest right now, what would they see? You'd see the steel framing is almost, the steel superstructure of the building um, is almost fully erected. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, this, today was a site day, mm-hmm. so we were out there this morning. Sure. Uh, you'll see they have graded the site. Uh, they have the rough grading done for the parking lot. Um, they're starting to put on roof deck. Um, so you can really see the shape of the building now. Mm-hmm. You can see the skeleton of the building. Yeah. And they'll start uh, framing studs uh, next week. And I'd say in the next month, you're going to really know what that building looks like. It's been kind of exciting for the school. I think, Dr. Barlow, you and I talked about this at one point. That team has moved hundreds. Like, they, they may have moved 600 truckloads of dirt, like, mm-hmm. over, over the course of the summer. Like, it's... It would be some really fun math problems for a sixth grade class to talk about <laughs> the amount of dirt that's been moved. So I know that they've been busy for months, uh, but in the last month or so, I think um, we've seen visible progress. Like yeah. um, I know they've made incredible progress, but just over the last month, to actually see the steel, to actually see sort of that framing begin, I think it's been uh, it's been exciting for the kids. It's a little distracting at Carpool uh, uh, because <laughs> – uh, it's right out front there, and so every day we sort of get an update of, of what's going on. And so to see the welder sparks and the whole thing, yeah. uh, it's very much a live process right now. Um, our kindergartners on Monday are going to get to go out, and um, it's it's their uh, helpers community helpers week. And so they're going to get to talk to one of the construction men oh, and, and actually get to see the site. So yeah. uh, the construction team, uh, Lance Duck and his team, from Stone have just been um, so uh, so accommodating, mm. you know, uh, and there's been so much going on, but the irony is it hasn't affected the learning at all, like, mm. like in the building. And so that's not always, uh, that's not always an easy thing to balance, but as much as there's been going on outside of the school, it really hasn't affected uh, life inside the school at all. It's made, um, you know, it's made our front parking a little, a little more problematic. But right. uh, I think that we would have traded the progress to this point for the inconvenience uh, in a heartbeat because we just haven't seen it. As the plan moves forward with phases, there'll be some night work, uh, and mm-hmm. they will start moving into the building. But even then, we don't expect a um, a really large disruption to daily learning in classrooms. There'll be a few people in the mil- middle of the building, small groups that'll be displaced to the auditorium. Uh-huh. But even then, we have um, a plan for places to be set up. So we're pleased about um, not having to sort of pay a price. Like Richard talks about, um, it's been central to the idea about how do we keep kids learning in this project to, yeah. to keep supporting them. So. We've been really happy at how little of a cost that's been for a huge benefit for yeah. the for the All right, so here's the last question because I think I had this other list of questions, but y'all have answered them all without Good. being asked. How about that? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, but so if I'm going to ask, throw this out to each of you, you got 
30 seconds each, sure. okay? So what's your uh, most exciting part of this process and project? So, Do you um, want to go first? I'll go first. I mean, my goal is to always, you know, you know, work with the client and try to come up with something, a place where people actually want to go uh -huh. and use and be. And so seeing that space starting to happen, I mean, mm -hmm. I mean that's exciting. And uh, I'm just look, so much looking forward to seeing the kids in there, seeing them eat lunch, seeing oh, the activity. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not trying to um, jinx this or anything, mm -hmm. but that – that date is Don't somewhere around it. spring break it. or yeah. something like that. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, I've just been, I'm always pleased when our space, when every aspect of our school reflects our beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about the idea of teachers as learners, when we talk about the idea of relationships, when we talk about the idea of true student engagement, to see the building reflect those beliefs and provide those opportunities moving forward, uh, we're just we're just thrilled about it. Hmm. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I I'm, I live right by there, so I drive by the school all the time and turn in and just look around and try to look over the stone signs, right. you know, to see what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> but. I'm thrilled at the, the work that both of y'all have mm -hmm. put in and your innovation and thoughtfulness in this project. And uh, I look forward to seeing the completion of it. Thank you guys so much for being here today.